Uh, Riley Morgan was a talented cricketer. He'd probably survive in the nets if I was bowling a few down at him. He's also a terrific racing pundit, and he's also a pretty good footballer too. He's also an all right bloke sometimes. Hello, Morgs. Hello, boys. How are you? Good, good. Um, now, first things first, mate. Congratulations on the role that you've um, you've picked up and accepted during the week. It's a, it's a reward for your hard work and perseverance. Yeah, thanks very much, Dale. Um, obviously, it just came about pretty quickly, but um, yeah, it's an opportunity I'm very grateful for. I have put in a lot of work to sort of get to where I am, and I'm lucky to be working in an industry that I, I really enjoy and I'm very passionate about, and still always learning, but nevertheless, it's still a really good opportunity, and hopefully plenty more winners to come. Now, Racing.com, we know that's Channel 78. They they mainly focus on, well, Adelaide and, and uh, Melbourne racing. So, are you on Tipster for, for Perth racing, and is this a uh, a forerunner for maybe down the track that they'll start doing Western Australian racing. Yeah, well, fingers crossed, Wayne. There's obviously nothing set in stone at the moment, but I do believe they are trying to expand, I guess, their media coverage of, of racing and, and where they can sort of broadcast around Australia. And WA's, WA Racing here specifically is in, in big need of their own sort of product and their own sort of platform to broadcast. I know that we do have Sky Thoroughbred Central with us at the moment, but because of the, I guess, the traffic with Sky Thoroughbred Central prioritising the racing over in, in Queensland and New South Wales, it generally means we only get half of our meetings broadcast. In some meetings, we only get the quaddy legs uh, from the mounting yard and the actual the preamble uh, in the lead-up to each race. So it would be good to be able to, I guess, broadcast our product to a platform where we can actually do it in full and actually get a full look at the each race meeting in its entirety. Morgs, um, looking forward to seeing uh, how that role progresses for you and, and congratulations again. But you're still able to join us on a Friday to look at the race meetings on a Saturday. What have you got for us tomorrow? Uh, what I do have for you tomorrow, JL, is a very tricky betting meeting. Um, it was one that, going through the form, and there's a lot of really competitive races and good races early in the cards specifically, but there are a lot of races where I sort of had two runners penciled in as the, the runners I'd want to be focusing on, but at the moment there's just no value in the early part of the card for me anyway. So there's runners that I do like early in the card. I think Prawns 11 will be hard to beat early in the early in the program, but just at the price, $2.30 for a horse that can be a little bit hard to trust. It's just not a bet I'd like to have at that quote. Um, race number four is a small field. There's a few small fields early in the card as well, which look quite difficult to navigate from a map perspective and how those races are going to be run as well. So tricky early, but I do think we can bet in a couple of the races late on the program. Race number seven is the feature of the day. It's the West Bay Platinum Final over the 1,200 metres, and I really like this horse. He is dreaming for, for Luke Fernie. Um, I suspect in this race the sparks will be flying. There looks to be plenty of tempo on paper. And I thought He is Dreaming was the best closer of the entire meeting first up. And, and then last up, second up, she just got trapped back and wide throughout on a really heavy on-pace bias day at Pinjara. So I thought that to be beaten under two lengths there in a, quite a strong race was a, a super effort. And William Pike goes aboard here. He's got a fantastic book of rides on Saturday. So if you haven't done any form, William Pike's actually riding of the nine races in eight of them. He's either riding the favourite or the second favourite. And I can't remember the last time I've seen that, but he has got a fantastic book of riding. So if he turns up in the zone and ready to rock and roll, there's every chance he could walk away with five or six winners on the program on the weekend. But Pike goes aboard, looks to land midfield with cover and run here in a race 
have really good speed and I think conditions should be suiting those running on on Saturday, specifically with that southwesterly wind blowing over their shoulder once they straighten for home and, and into them and into them as they go down the back straight. So I think it sets up for those that are sort of off the fence with cover and running and I think that she's primed to strike third up. All right, so that's race seven, number eight here's Dreaming. Are we going to races eight and nine as well? Because we're just going to race nine, Wayne, and the price has been gobbled up in the last 24 hours, but I do think she's still going to be very hard to beat. Be optimistic here, horse number seven. She's a mare I have plenty of time for. I really like what she's doing at the moment. She was huge against the pattern last start at Pinjari in a very unsuitable race. She just got back off a really slow tempo. They really just sort of jogged along there and turned it into a sit and sprint and with the pattern of the day it was really hard to make ground from worse than midfield she was entirely up against it and I thought the way she finished off there into second was one of the runs of the meeting William Pike on again another huge jockey change on a day where he has a massive book and although she's technically up in grade this race is no deeper on paper than what she what she raced in last start so technically it isn't really to me a, a jump up in grade at all and She's a very progressive mare and only getting better with racing. And each start of this preparation, she's improved significantly. So I think that the punters are obviously very keen. Has been back three dollars ten into two thirty in the last sort of twenty four hours. But I think there's there's reason for that it's because she's a very nice mare, and I expect her to be winning the last on the weekend with even luck. Brendan, hey, just a quick recap of those tips. If our listeners wanted in late, Riley, I want to write them down. Yep, no dramas, RJL. I do like Pawns 11 early in the card. Let me just get that race for you. But I just think $2.40, which is currently what he's at. Race number two, Pawns 11. I just think that's a little bit on the skinny side for me. So I'd be waiting to get something sort of 280, 290 before I was getting involved there for a horse. It can still be a little bit hard to trust and has its quirks. But no, we go down to the feature of the day for the first bet. Race seven, horse number... Race seven, horse number eight, he is dreaming. And race nine, horse number seven, be optimistic. Brilliant. Uh, We'll be more than optimistic with those tips from your good self, Morg. Thanks for your time. Uh, Well done again, and uh, we'll chat to you again next Friday. Beautiful. Thanks, boys. Keep on those darts, JL. I'll try my best. I might need them tomorrow. Riley Morgan joining us here on Sports Breakfast.